Hello everyone, welcome back to Pathcast. In the last few episodes, we were discussing the architectural changes associated with epithelial dysplasia. In the forthcoming episodes, we shall be talking about the cellular changes associated with epithelial dysplasia. The first among that is hyperchromatism and increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio. The keratinocytes, as you know, are arranged in layers. These layers are stratum basale, stratum spinosum, stratum granulosum and stratum corneum. Progressively from basale to corneum, the nuclear size reduces. It becomes pycnotic in the stratum corneum. This is the normal trend of nuclear cytoplasmic ratio. 1 is to 1 at the basal, 1 is to 4 at the spinous. Later on it keeps on reducing to become absent in an orthokeratinized epithelium. When the nuclear size progressively increases in relation to that of the cytoplasm, we call it as increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio. In order to diagnose, a pathologist should know what is the normal nuclear cytoplasmic ratio. And keeping that in mind, keeping some normal controls within the tissue like that of a lymphocyte or a basal cell of some other tissue other than the epithelium you can actually identify the size of the nucleus what it should be and what it is the main reason why the nuclear size increases is increase in the chromatin material this increase in the chromatin material may be normal or abnormal normally it is increased whenever the cell is going to divide the nuclear material doubles up then divides into two equal cells which have equal amount of chromosomes divided among each other but in case of a mutated cell where the mutation may be due to a chemical like that of tobacco induced changes or due to radiation or maybe due to a viral infection it will lead to abnormal multiplication of the cells these abnormalities will include some amount of aneuploidy aneuploidy means dissimilar quantity of chromatid separating the two cells that means one cell will have more amount of chromosomes than the other cell the cell which has more amount of chromosomes will appear more hematoxophilic as it has more amount of chromatin material this is what is visualized as hyperchromatism so overall hyperchromatism and increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio go hand in hand is it clinically useful yes it is clinically relevant a chair side test called as toledine blue test is used in which toledine blue stain is applied on the buccal mucosa or the site of white lesion or an erythroplakic lesion and the areas where chromatin content is more takes up more amount of blue stain the toledine blue gets attracted towards this chromatin material making the tissue stain blue and gives an idea for the surgeon to pick up a site for biopsy thus hyperchromatism and increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio are not only relevant for the pathologist but also for a clinician the increase in the nuclear cytoplasmic ratio has led to multiple morphometric studies in which the size of the nucleus the shape of the nucleus is visualized and it is used to predict the gradation of dysplasia In the next episode we shall talk about the prominence of nucleoli and mitotic activity as a feature of dysplasia
Hello everyone welcome back to Pathcast. In the last episode we were talking about the hyperchromatism and increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio which are the cellular dysplastic features. Today we will be talking about the pleomorphism. The word pleomorphism means variation in the size and shape of a particular object. This can be related to the cell as well as the nucleus. When we speak about pleomorphism we see that the cells or the nuclei of the adjacent cells they do not resemble each other some are large some are small some are irregular in shape they do not have the same kind of shape throughout the tissue this kind of variation is called as pleomorphism why does this vary the variation is directly related to the amount of chromosomes and chromatin content that is being present In the last episode we were talking about aneuploidy. We have variation in the amount of chromosomes in each cell. Aneuploidy is variation. Polyploidy means the number of chromosomes doubles and maybe triple or quadruples. This kind of aneuploidy, polyploidy will lead to extra amount of chromosomes or chromatin content present inside the nucleus. the extra amount that is being present will increase the size of the cells some cells which have more content will be larger some cells which have less content will be smaller similarly these along with the histone proteins that coil up the chromatid will give rise to variation in the size as well as the shape of the particular cell these features of pleomorphism has been used routinely for grading system For example, oral squamous cell carcinoma has a grading system called Bryan's grading system. In this Bryan's grading system, pleomorphism finds an important role, which is divided into four categories scored as 1, 2, 3 and 4, 4 being the highest grade of pleomorphism, 1 being the least grade of pleomorphism. And it is known that variation in the pleomorphism leads to poorer prognosis. Higher the pleomorphism, poorer is the prognosis. So if you observe cellular changes associated with pleomorphism we have to follow up the patient more often and check whether there is any malignant transformation taking place later on Hello everyone we were discussing about the cellular changes of epithelial dysplasia in this regard we have discussed hyperchromatism increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio and pleomorphism next in line for the cellular changes is mitosis every cell divides by a process of either mitosis or meiosis the epithelial cells divide by the method of mitosis Mitotic activity can be visualized under a hematoxylin and eosin stain slides or sections by observing the nuclear material. The nuclear material will not have an envelope and the chromatin content will be dispersed inside the cytoplasm. The cell is usually amphophilic and the chromatin content is dispersed in a thread-like fashion. When the thread-like fashion is in a circular fashion or in an equatorial plane it is called as the metaphase when the thread like pattern seems to be dividing into two 
then it is called as anaphase when these chromatin is pulled towards both the sides or the both the poles of a particular cell associated with the constriction of the cytoplasm it is called as the telophase these are the normal phases of mitosis normally in the basal cells and the suprabasal cells you may find one to two mitotic activity in 10 high power fields when you see more amount of mitotic activity you call it as increase in mitosis which is a feature of dysplasia we also have abnormal mitosis the basal and the suprabasal cells are allowed to divide because they are the stratum germinativum but if you see division higher up in the spinous layer or the granular layer it is abnormal so you have an abnormal mitotic activity you also have something called as atypical mitosis atypical mitosis are where the cells instead of dividing into two pieces divide into three or four pieces in this regard you will find that the cells instead of having a single spike in the equatorial plane will have a triple y shaped appearance or an quadruple x shaped appearance these are all atypical mitotic figures another type of atypical mitotic figure will be an atypical anaphase where a cell divides into two equal components that means the chromatin content or the chromosomes divide equally into half into two cells but if one half has more number of chromosomes than the other half you will have a larger nuclear content in one part and a smaller nuclear content in the other part this is also an atypical mitotic figure so mitosis overall has three components one is increase in mitosis where you see more than two mitotic activity per 10 hyper field abnormal mitosis is when the mitotic activity is not seen in the basal and the suprabasal layer but seen higher up atypical mitotic figures are atypical anaphase tripolar mitosis tetrapolar mitotic or a ring mitotic activity in the next part we shall discuss about dyskeratosis poikilokarinosis and prominent nucleoli hello everyone welcome back to pathcast in the last episode we were talking about the hyperchromatism and increased nuclear cytoplasmic ratio which are the cellular dysplastic features today we will be talking about the pleomorphism the word pleomorphism means variation in the size and shape of a particular object this can be related to the cell as well as the nucleus when we speak about pleomorphism we see that the cells or the nuclei of the adjacent cells they do not resemble each other some are large some are small some are irregular in shape they do not have the same kind of shape throughout the tissue this kind of variation is called as pleomorphism why does this vary the variation is directly related to the amount of chromosomes and chromatin content that is being present in the last episode we were talking about aneuploidy we have variation in the amount of chromosomes in each cell aneuploidy is variation polyploidy means the number of chromosomes doubles and maybe triple or quadruples this kind of aneuploidy polyploidy 
will lead to extra amount of chromosomes or chromatin content present inside the nucleus. The extra amount that is being present will increase the size of the cells. Some cells which have more content will be larger, some cells which have less content will be smaller. Similarly, these along with the histone proteins that coil up the chromatid will give rise to variation in the size as well as the shape of the particular cell. These features of pleomorphism has been used routinely for grading system. For example, oral squamous cell carcinoma has a grading system called Bryan's grading system. In this Bryan's grading system, pleomorphism finds an important role, which is divided into four categories scored as 1, 2, 3 and 4, 4 being the highest grade of pleomorphism, 1 being the least grade of pleomorphism. And it is known that variation in the pleomorphism leads to poorer prognosis. Higher the pleomorphism, poorer is the prognosis. So if you observe cellular changes associated with pleomorphism, we have to follow up the patient more often and check whether there is any malignant transformation taking place later on. Hello all. Welcome back to PathCast and we were talking about the cellular changes associated with epithelial dysplasia. In this episode, we shall discuss three important dysplastic features. One is dyskeratosis. The keratinocyte is supposed to form keratin at the end. That means at the basal layer, it gets matured to spinous layer, gets matured to granulosum where keratohyaline granules are imbibed later on the cytoplasm produces tonofilaments and cytokeratins and gets completely filled up with keratin forming the stratum corneum but if this keratinization occurs prematurely in the spinous layer or the granular layer the whole cell will become eosinophilic giving rise to a keratotic cell this is called as dyskeratosis dyskeratosis is thought to be an indicator of some site where invasion has already taken place so hence has to be taken into consideration many dyskeratotic cells can roll together to form and keratin pearl formation also a rolling pattern of keratotic cells or dyskeratotic cells is also called as organoid type of keratinization the second feature which we shall discuss is the prominent nucleoli the cells are very active when it comes to dysplasia and these active cells have the chromatin content and the histone proteins very well present inside. Normally you have 3 to 4 nucleoli that may be present but when it increases in number because of abnormal proteins and abnormal chromosomes that are being deposited it gives rise to prominent nucleoli. So when you have a prominent increased number of nucleoli that is also considered to be a difference type of dysplastic feature. Poikilocarinosis. Poikilocarinosis is a term which is used when the cell does not divide into two parts but the nucleus completes its process of division into two parts. So you will see a multinucleated cell basically with two nuclei and a single set of cytoplasm. This can also be considered as a dysplastic feature. So to summarize, the various cellular 
features of dysplasia are hyperchromatism, increased nucleocytoplasmic ratio, pleomorphism, increase in mitosis, abnormal mitosis, dyskeratosis, prominent nucleoli and poikilocarinosis. That concludes the various features of epithelial dysplasia. Hello everyone, welcome back to Pathcast. In the series of episodes, now we shall be looking at the various cellular changes associated with dysplasia. The cell constitutes the nucleus and the cytoplasm. The changes associated with the nucleus and the cytoplasm are called as the cellular changes of epithelial dysplasia. These changes are predominantly due to the behavior of the cell which is changed because of mutations. These mutations can be associated with chemical induced changes like that of tobacco and its products or radiation induced changes in the nucleus where the chromatin content gets mutated and the cells abnormally proliferate or viral induced. So these three are noted as a series of changes which will be seen in the forthcoming episodes.